Do you ever hear the alarm go off and think, ugh, five more minutes? Well, you are not alone. Welcome to the Life as a Team Sport podcast, where we will take the concepts from sports and apply them to everyday life. So whether you're an athlete, a former athlete, the mom of an athlete, or just love watching sports, we invite you to come along with us as we explore family, faith, fitness, and have a lot of fun doing it. This is a podcast by the women of sport for the women of sport. Welcome to the team room. I'm here with Becky Pinio. In person. Yes. Together. For the first time recording our podcast in the same room. So actually in the team room. Yeah, this is our team room today. It's really nice. It is actually. It's way nicer than my normal team room. <laughs> yes, it's not, a, yeah. it's not near a gym. So yeah, but we and we don't have a guest today. We but are the guest. Okay. We are the guest. That's okay. We have lots to talk about. Yes, we do. Because it is our birthday month. Birthday month. What, what? We are now... 41. 41. And fabulous. That's right. Continue yes. the fabulous. Yes. So I, I've been 41 all month. True. Becky just turned 41. Yesterday. Yesterday. January 25th. It's my day. Freshly minted. 41. How do you feel? Uh, yeah, you know, feel good. Feel good. <laughs> feel the same. Feel just the same. <laughs> All right. So I know what you did for your birthday yesterday because I was there, but True. why don't you tell our audience? Okay. So yesterday I did go to work and I had a great day with my students and then um, when I got home, I got to hang out with my kids. We walked the Parkway Bridge, which was, it was pretty cold, but the kids really enjoyed it. We had a good time. And then my favorite and my family's favorite is sushi. So, and that is a treat, a delight. So we had sushi last night and that was my birthday. And it was delicious. Yeah, and Patricia to, was there. Yes. I got to uh, jump in on their family celebration of their mom's birthday. Yes, it was delicious. Um, yep. So... Um, for my birthday, we ordered Cheesecake Factory. See? Good food. Yeah. So it was also equally delicious. It's yeah. really all about the food. I was thinking that. It's you moms know. don't want to cook on their birthday. Exactly. I don't. Yes. Food is always more delicious when it's prepared by someone else. Very true. Very true. And yes, it was very nice to not be cooking last night. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we're going to get to a lot more great birthday things and how we're doing in our 40s now that we're you know like really into our 40s and when you're 40 it's one year but still but now we're 41 (laughs) i'm being facetious you are because we're not that far in let's be because you're clear and i don't mind aging at all yeah at all and we're gonna talk about that later yeah so all right but let's get to our highlight reel first because we've got some great stuff So let me just tell you, we're going to highlight the conference that we both were on, Zoom. Yeah. It had to be Zoom this year, but next year, ladies, it's going to be possibly in Hilton Head. So excited. I'm already excited. It's a year away. However, you got to get excited and you got to plan because I'm a planner. So we're going to talk about the conference called The Huddle for Women. Yes. So The Huddle for Women is something we advertised Mm -hmm. for quite a while and we ended up with, what, eight? I think women in our huddle, which was amazing. And it was a conference that was held down in South Carolina, but they simulcast it. Mm -hmm. So we were able to all jump on a Zoom Mm -hmm. because we were from, how many states did we have represented? We had five. Yeah, we had a lot of states. Yeah. Um, So we had women from all over Mm -hmm. and we all watched it on Zoom. And Mm -hmm. then we had little discussions Mm -hmm. twice during the day after the sessions and 
I don't. I, it was so great. It was really great. Like I got. I got to be. I got to be real because that's who I am. At first, I was like, I'm gonna go on Zoom for two hours, two times on a Saturday when I yeah. don't love to Zoom because I love to be with people and I love to be um, in the moment and not on a screen. But I gotta say, man, yeah, it was amazing because the. The time when we were watching the simulcast, the women that spoke, it was right to the point. They they took out the word of God. They 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 explained it. They gave practical, and then we broke off into our regular Zoom with our women that were there, and we had great discussion questions. And it was amazing how from just in one day, from the morning session to the mm-hmm. night session, mm-hmm. how these women, myself included, were able to be real be raw with where we're at in life and what's going on and be able to encourage each other. Yeah. There was, I had a girl in her twenties who was encouraging me with something that I think I need to be doing. And she was like, we were encouraged by this older couple. So it was just a really interesting circle, circular type of um, conference. Really. Yeah. And it was on zoom. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very true. Yeah. Um, so one of my big takeaways that was said right near the beginning, actually, oh. and it's funny. So my intern from last semester was one of the women that was in our huddle and she's reminded me of this multiple times. Mm-hmm. This was her big takeaway and it was definitely something that I wrote down. Um, but they said, it's important to know your why mm-hmm. because when your how changes, you go back to your why. Mm, that was good. That was really good. And I True. thought, wow, that's so profound mm-hmm. and and so real, you yeah. know, because especially during this last year, our how has changed <sighs> probably multiple times. Yeah. It has yeah. for my family. Yeah. And you, so you go back to your why. Mm-hmm. And so figuring out what your why is, mm-hmm. is crucial. It's it's very true. That was really good. Yeah. I got to think about what my... Um, my main takeaway was I really I can't give it to you in words but the second talk uh, yeah I can the second talk was about uh David and his mighty men and I mm. think it was second Samuel is that right maybe mm-hmm. if we can help other people find it yeah. I could find yeah, it in my it notebook was here Samuel 23 okay so mm-hmm. if you ever want to go look at it but I I took away was that even David had only three men that he could trust and depend on at any time to do anything and I talked to my own children about it and we were able to hash that out in reality of like, it's fun to be liked by everybody. It's fun to have a lot of different people in your life because I am that person. Patricia knows I do. I have a lot of people. I love people in my life. However, when push comes to shove, who are your three, maybe five um, people that you could call at a drop of a dime that would be there? And, you know, so that really stuck out to me. So maybe if you want to go check it out, it's in Second Samuel, yeah. and just read, you know, what that whole story is about. So that was my takeaway, mm. um, and my other takeaway. Or I'm going to do one more. Is just that you know, Zoom isn't all bad, and we know that. However, sometimes because of COVID, and because some people like we have good friends that work on screens all day now because of, mm. of COVID, that it is very exhausting. And so um, I'm glad that uh, God allowed me, helped me, he helped me to lay aside my selfish desire to be outside all day on my day off and to hop on a screen and um, really connect with these women. So yeah. those are my two takeaways. Yeah, two. That's awesome. So next year, hopefully, yes. it will be in person, and we'd love to have you guys join us. Mm-hmm. And obviously, as it gets closer, we'll put out more information. Mm-hmm. But thank, big thank you to FCA um, for hosting the mm-hmm. conference and yep. just allowing us the opportunity to be able to pull in women from all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And if you will put their names in the show notes, yep. and um, Sarah Roberts and Mindy mm-hmm. Thompson, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Is that right? 
Hopkin. Hopkin. Yep. Oh, I was close. So um, they were they were great. And yeah. so shout out to them. And, um, you know, Patricia's really great at putting that in the show notes. So y'all are going to get that in the show notes. Yeah. So. And we'll put a link to the website too because I think some of the videos are still up. Yeah, I think they are. So that'd be great. And the worship was amazing. So they really did a great job. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, today we're talking about getting older. Oh, yay. And what that means. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Great topic. You go first. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. You're older. Because I'm You're older. older. There we go. Got I'm it. I'm the old lady in the Get room. Get it. Get By it. By three just, weeks. Just own it. It's fine. Own it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm you, good. You go, girl. Okay. All right. So, but we are going to talk about stages of life. Okay. Because even though we are basically the same age. We're the yeah. Same it's, age. it's. Yeah. We're the same age. Um, we're in different stages of life. We are. Completely. Yeah. Yep. And so being able to appreciate where we're at mm-hmm. and what's going on in our life, I mm-hmm. think is important and just as important as how old you are. True. So I have teenagers. Yeah. And you do. it's, <laughs> it's a different stage than, than where Becky's at. Yeah. Mine are 10 and eight. And so I'm right in the pre, very pre teeny phase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how are you managing that? What's the... What things are you dealing with right now with, with yeah. kiddos? Yeah, it's a great, it's great. It's a great question. Um, right now I do truly feel like we're in the thick of it, thick of parenting. You always are. However, right now it's just a very place of being consistent mm-hmm. and Matt and I are doing our best and we are a great team. I do want to give him, you know, props because he is my better half. I do say that a lot, um, because he really is. And he is so forgiving. And <laughs> through this parenting stage, we need that because we make mistakes, we make mistakes and, Um, So with my children, I just feel like being consistent and stepping back and having that perspective of what is it like to be 10 and 8 and what is it like to be in their shoes. And Mm -hmm. our world is different than their world when we grew up, but but we did go through it. We we were there at one point in our life. And so to kind of think back like what's going on with them and and the hormonal change of my 10-year-old and the moodiness and the friends change, groups change, and and like just things like that. But... um, the one cool part I wanted to share with you that, that um, has opened my eyes is that we don't live by any direct true blood family. Matt and I just, we ended up here through the Coast Guard and through work and we, we love it here. We have, we have amazing friendships and church and everything, but there is something to be said about aunts and uncles and grandparents. And some of you listening will know this, that when they take your kids and spend time with your kids, that there's something that happens that I experienced that I have been experiencing over the years with one of my girlfriends who has um, been in my life since our kids were born. And she is, um, she's Aunt Rhonda. Let's just say who it is. You know, she's Aunt Rhonda and she, um, she works really hard on her own. And so she's not around a lot, but when she is around and she's very intentional of like once a month, once every three months, she just took the kids out, just took them out for an afternoon, took them to lunch, did fun stuff, spoiled them. Let's just be real because, um, Things that she gave him, I won't give them. That's so what I guess, do. right? That's what ants do. So we laugh about it. It's great. But the, what I really glean from that is that the next couple of days that she affirmed me in my parenting, mm. she affirmed Matt and I that we are doing well and that we're doing our best. And yeah, there's going to be issues along the way. And there are going to be things struggle with us. We're going to trip. We're going to fall. I yeah. mean, we know that. But to have someone like that just speak life into, into me about myself and yeah. about parenting was just, um, it really hit me hard this week. And I just am so grateful for her friendship and her, um, time in my life with my kids. Yeah. And you can't get that back and you don't, you know, you you can't change. We don't, we can't change where we live and we, you know, it's just what it is. It's where God's put us. But I do, um, realize now how grandparents, aunts and uncles, um, can be in our kids' lives. And I am really 
just really thankful for where we're at right now. Yeah. Well, I think sometimes if we don't have family around, God provides... And he does. ...family. He always has. In other has. ways. They yep. aren't necessarily blood relatives, but they yep. take the place yep. of, of those people when they can't be yeah. there. And, they, and God always has, Patricia. I, I'm glad you're saying that because that is how we've always lived our life. Yep. However, I guess right now because of the season of parenting we're in, that we have to be... And I use the word consistent because... We just have to continue to be consistent with screen time and friend time and do the laundry and do your chores. And it just, it's mundane. And you know, you've been through this. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. And so I guess I just feel like it's been nice to have um, someone affirm that we are doing what we've been calling, called to do before God and that, that um, we're going to make mistakes, but it's worth it. And it's always worth Mm -hmm. it. And I always say, I don't know if I've told you this, but I I do say this to myself, parenting is the hardest, best job that I've ever been given. Mm -hmm. It is. I love teaching. However, it's not the same as parenting. And um, so embrace it. So that's where I'm at. So tell me where you're at because I mean, I'm going to be there in about five, you know, I'm going to be there (laughs) a couple years. Right. So, yeah. Well, I think it's interesting that we go through this physical, mental, emotional phases in, in parenting and having families, right? And when, Mm -hmm. when they're first born, it is physically exhausting. Yes. Yes. Physically exhausting because, you know, these tiny little human beings can't do anything for themselves. And so we do everything, Everything. literally everything. And Mm -hmm. it's just physically exhausting and demanding. Mm -hmm. And then we move into this phase where, you know, these tiny little creatures have minds of their own and now they're doing things that, you know, they know they're not supposed to do, but they're doing them anyway. They're testing the boundaries and all that stuff and they're learning and it becomes mentally exhausting because you're mentally processing okay, I told them not to do that. Do they already know? I got to like, yes. just <laughs> it is figuring out how to train them mm-hmm. and grow them up well, mm-hmm. right? You want them to mm-hmm. be good friends to other people. You want them to be good, have good morals, family members. You mm-hmm. want them to have good morals. You want to train them to love God mm-hmm. and follow him. Mm-hmm. And, but they have to make those choices for themselves and it's just mentally exhausting, exhausting. right? <laughs> and then I feel like you move into this next phase where it's emotionally exhausting yes because mm-hmm. now you're letting them take ownership for themselves and it's scary it is scary you have a driver i have a driver you almost have another driver yeah and that's that's to think these teens are on the road and <laughs> they're excited and happy and we're like oh my god you're on the road you're on the road yeah yeah so um josh started driving right before the pandemic Actually, well, there were many people on the road after that, so that's I know. probably good. That's <laughs> probably good. I mean, honestly, like he had his permit the whole time okay. before that, and then he got his license. Okay. Just a, like a month and a half before the pandemic yeah. happened, um, and so you know, letting him kind of like take the car and go. Honestly, it's very freeing. I have to say, I, I have to agree. On I would one, agree. On one hand, it's great because it's like, oh, your sister needs to go to practice. Can can you take her? Take her. Yeah. Go get milk. Um, oh, hey, I need something in the grocery store. <laughs> can you run? Right. But, and then on the other hand, like for him, he's um, still training for baseball. And so he'll go and go to his weightlifting thing. And like, I don't really even know what his schedule is. Like he'll come upstairs and be like, okay, I'm leaving. Oh, see ya. Okay, bye. You know? And so like, and he's on the road and, you know, you just try to get him to understand, Mm -hmm. you know, how to conduct himself Mm -hmm. in a good manner. You know, if he was ever stopped by anyone or if he broke down or like what you need to be able to do. And you think through all of that. But then at the end of the day, like you have to let them go mm-hmm. experience life you know like I remember being a teenager oh, and it being it. like so great my dad used to go to work early in the mornings mm-hmm. and so if I drove him to the train station I could have his car all oh, day nice. as long as I went back and picked him up at the end and I used to love it you yeah. know like I was totally up for getting up at like five forty-five in the morning 
just to be able to have the car because it was worth it. Right. Yeah. And so I, you know, am releasing him to, you know, go do that. And my daughter is 14. And Ooh, so, you know, she's Logan. already asking about driving and yeah. like, oh, okay, you know, like, let's wait till you're 15 because you can get your permit when they're okay. 15 and nine months, I think, in Merlin. But okay. um, anyway, so that part of it is, is, you know, this emotional part of it. But it's also like knowing that they're getting ready to step out on their own. So like yeah. kind of teaching them to own their faith for themselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and know that like they're going to need that to rely on, but yeah. they're not seeing that they need it to rely on right now. No. And so there's this gap of where, mm-hmm. what they're going to need and, and what they feel like they need True. and just trusting that God's going to bridge that as they move out of the house. Yep. Um, you know, it can That's be a little what, scary, but it sounds scary. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, at the same time, it's really fun. They're yeah, really they're cool fun. people. I, my kids are fun. I agree. They get, they're yeah. fun. Eight and ten, and you're, you have thirteen, fifteen, and eight, seventeen. Seventeen. So yeah, they're because yeah. they, they're little. They're little humans now, and right? They can do everything. Yep. To a point. We play a lot of video games together that are fun. They can <laughs> oh, go yeah. play sports yeah, together. Yeah. You know, like I agree. Like they're really fun. Like Logan, your middle, your daughter. Like you know, it's like having. It's like almost having a girlfriend. You're her mom. I get it. But like, she can still do stuff. <laughs> Right, it is. It's fun to include her on stuff and have her... She was actually really mad that she couldn't come on this trip. I know. My kids were <laughs> upset that they were not going to see your kids as well. But, yeah. you know, but moms need to get away. And, and Absolutely. women, women yeah. just not even a mom, but women need to take care of themselves first. And we forget right. a lot of times. That's a whole other conversation. It is. It but, is. We'll um, talk about that on another, another podcast. Time. Another time. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so you are in a different phase. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But it's neat. It's neat for me because I'm, I'm coming into those phases. So Patricia and I have had a, you know, a long friendship. And so I know there's been times where I've called Patricia in the midst of a parenting debacle at my house. And she's just like, yep, I've been there. You're okay. Just keep breathing. Walk away. Take some time. And, you know, it's really nice to have those friends. So there's a, just a plug. If you don't have any of those older friends that are, it produces not even older, well, three weeks. But if you have any friends that are in the season ahead of you to find those women and and men, if you're, you know, and and that way they can encourage you because I've been very, very encouraged. Yeah. So yeah. Good times. So how are you feeling? Oh, feeling. In our okay. 40s. 40? How are we feeling? It's great. You know what's funny? My kids are always like, you're so old. And I just think it's funny because I'm like, I don't feel old. It's perspective. It is perspective because I, I don't know we are healthy, we are fit, and we're doing our best to stay fit. Like, let's be real. Um, however, we are, um, I think that's part of it is being healthy. I, I don't really want to work out anymore to make up for what I ate. Let's just eat a little less of the thing I like. And then it's okay. Like, I don't have to sure. know. I got to go run longer. <laughs> I got to sweat more. You know. Yeah. So no, that's where I'm at. And I'm starting to pay physically. attention, too, to, like, how different foods make me feel. Mm-hmm. Because I've gotten to this point where, like, for example, I love Chick-fil-A milkshakes. Oh, really? I mean, they are I good. I've had many, but. But they make me feel like crap. Well, yeah, it's lactose. A lot of people are lactose. They are. I can drink milk, eat yogurt, have cheese, well, then what's but for whatever it? reason, I don't know. That's the question. I think it's probably too much. They're just big. Oh, okay. Okay, there you go. You know? So maybe try a smaller one. Right, I know. Or just, <laughs> I just drink part of my kids, kids. Or my husband's. Yeah, That's true. Um, but like knowing that if I have this, I'm definitely going to pay for it. Like yeah. has made it almost not worth it sometimes to yeah. have that stuff. So we're getting to that age where we're finally able to say no to the things we really love. So that we can feel better later. Sure. And I agree. And yeah. I, I agree. I'm yeah. there physically too. Getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> so mentally, where do you think you're at? Oh, mentally I'm a mess. Well, you know, that's okay. You're yeah. working on it. No, but like, 
in a good way? I mean, during the pandemic, it's been just a lot on us. And then just my husband's job over the last, I don't know, couple of years. years, yeah. Yeah, he lost his job the one time and then we, he found another one and it was just a ton of work and our entire family put so much into this one thing and he put so much out. He was yeah. working like 60, 80 hours yeah. a week. Yeah. And then right after Christmas, he got fired from that because they're running out of money. It, it's just this whole thing. Yeah. And so mentally, it's just been Except, yeah. over the top, over the top. And now my entire family is stuck in the house because my children are in virtual school. My husband oh. is not working. And yeah. so like... You had to get out. Take a breath. You got this, girl. Yeah, I needed a timeout. Yeah. Mommy, mommy needs a timeout. Yeah, you got a timeout. And you got a four-day timeout, mm-hmm. which is lovely. Yes. And you, it's very needed. And so you can regroup. And the cool thing about Patricia, y'all, because you don't all know her like I do, is that she is very even keel. It's her personality. But takes the time for herself that's needed. And she will work through this because she has a deep, strong, rooted faith and she continues to work through it. But but to hear you say that is very good because you do need to be able to let go right. of all yeah. this you are uh, you holding and carrying for two years sure. and keeping you're the glue. I, I call myself the glue in my own family a lot of times. We're the glue. Right. You know, and a lot of women are the glue in the family and um to just let other people be the glue for a little bit. Right. And to yeah. let others pick you up. Yeah. So how are you doing mentally? Mentally you know what? It's funny because it's because of COVID. COVID yeah. has brought a lot of different things into our lives and taken things out, to be honest, that have been good. Mm-hmm. However, um, I'm doing okay be- because I love my job. I do. I love teaching and I love getting to go to work every day. And I do. I really do love that. And so mentally I've struggled there um, and I still struggle. Honestly, I think it's going to be a struggle until I pray one day that we don't wear the masks because I feel I want to I want to see my students. I want to see their expressions. I want to see when they roll their eyes and talk back to me. Let's be real. I do. I mean, it's what it is. It's who they are. And, you know, and I want to be able to help navigate their life um, better well, so I'm I can see more students. Get to go I know. To and I struggle saying that because Patricia's kids are in her home. They can't go to go to school yeah. these days. And I have so. several friends that are teaching in our county mm-hmm. and they teach to black screens. Yeah. And that would be really even harder. So they I don't even know what their I'm students look like. Yeah. I'm very thankful that I can see my students <laughs> it's every really day. Sad. True. I yeah. count my blessings because I agree. It's very sad. And that's a whole nother rabbit trail of COVID, yeah. of teaching right. in sure. school. Yeah. It really is. And we're not going to go there right now. But as you can tell in our voices, my voice, it is emotional and yeah. I struggle yeah. and I do struggle, but I found a way to to walk through it with grace and mercy and love and trust the process that I'm where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. God has provided a, a, a job for me that I love and um, I will continue to do it. Lord willing, you know, yeah. so, so I think that moves us into the spiritual. How are totally. you doing spiritually? The cool part about spiritually is you gave me that encounter app. Yeah. So if any you're looking for, it's called an encounter and it's a 15 minute quiet your spirit and your soul and listen to the word of God and, he, and the person does some examples of what's going on, yeah. but he, he reads scripture three or four times mm-hmm. and, and really calms your breathing down. And, um, that has been really, really helpful. So when I do that daily and I have praise and worship time and I just get real with God, usually when I'm driving to work, yeah. I pray and I talk to God, um, and I try to listen to, listen to him that spiritually is really filling my cup. Yeah. So. Yeah. You? I think the app is called Encountering Peace. Like if oh, you is it really? For it, I think when you go to the app store, I think that's what's oh. called Encountering Peace. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I love that as well. I but that. I have to say, spiritually, I feel pretty good. Yeah, like I definitely. Mentally, while I feel like I'm unraveling, spiritually, I've just seen... <laughs> 
God take care of us mm-hmm. and take care of our family Amen. through so many things. I mean, not just the pandemic, but through the job loss, through needing to find a home because we lost our home through his last job. And um, just, you know, seeing him provide for my children mm-hmm. and for my husband. Mm-hmm. And it's just so watching God's provision mm-hmm. through everything has actually increased my faith. That's cool. And that's and that's been a really important piece, I think, for me. That's actually, you know, the reason I do am able to hold it together and mm-hmm. kind of say, you know what, I need to take a step back because I need to mentally reset. Mm-hmm. But spiritually, I feel like I'm doing okay. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good to hear, Patricia, because I know you really have been through the ringer in the last two years <laughs> of, of job loss, house loss, you know, moving, yeah. you know, things like that. And again, if you hear anything, you hear that God is sustainable. He's not changing. Yeah. And as we put our faith in him, and that's what we want to share, and, we, and we're going to stumble and fall, mm-hmm. but we're going to, if we keep looking up, yeah. looking to him. What's well, like Gabby says last week, I thought it was really profound. She was like, you know, when I put my faith or I put my identity in something that I control, mm-hmm. I was miserable. Yeah. And she said, when I mm-hmm. put my identity in something bigger than me, mm-hmm. all of a sudden I had peace. And I thought that yeah. was so profound. It's good. It's yeah, very good. and really well said. Very so well last said. thing we want to talk about before we get to the blooper reel. The blooper reel is going to be good. that's going to be amazing. Um, but what are you learning right now as we're just into the 40s? What are you learning? Learning? Okay, I'm learning that you get to go first. <laughs> so then I'm <laughs> going to go second. I get to go first so Becky can think. I am learning, well, I think I'm learning a couple of things. Um, one practical thing okay. that I've decided that I was going to learn. I always said if I could go back to like some sort of school to learn some sort of skill. Oh yeah. I would learn how to work on the car. Okay. And so I am learning how to work on the car. So I've always known how to change a tire and put the gas in and all that stuff. But I can now, I changed my headlights actually right before I came here. Wow. And it's actually really easy. It depends on your car. It is. Because my Mazda, Matt, cannot stand changing the light bulbs. Okay. Because right. he has well, to crawl Hondas, up under and, you know, oh it's gosh, like this. No, the Hondas are easy. There you go, see? Okay. And I can now change the oil. You go, girl. Yep. So I've done oil changes on my own in wow. my car. I'm very proud of myself. And so my, my friend's uh, husband has been helping like kind of teach me i always tease that like when he retires he's gonna have his own like automotive school but regardless he's helped us a lot with our cars and so i go over there and he's helped me change the brake pads but i know kind of i understand how it works i like Mm -hmm. knowing how things work yeah it sounds like you you're a researcher it's personality so anyway that's that's my practical thing okay that i'm learning right now so it sounds like you have another one i do okay okay so the other thing I think, and we've kind of already talked about it, but it's just learning to trust God with the process. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, it's kind of the realization that nothing I have is really mine. That God's entrusted me with so many things and they're mine to take care of, mm-hmm. but they're not mine mm-hmm. to hold on with a closed fist. And so really seeing how he's provided for our family, but then us being able to turn around and help other people with Mm -hmm. various needs, Mm -hmm. even in the midst of our own need, is just that kind of reminder that like everything belongs to him and he entrusts us with certain things and expects us to take care of them and expects us to help our neighbor when we see that our neighbor has a need and we have the ability to help them. So um, I think those are probably my my two things. I like those. Those are really good. So I'll start with, um, so it's really just one thing that's kind of been popping up here and there a lot. And um, 
I kind of, it kind of started about four or five years ago. And then I feel like now I'm seeing it again, but I'm seeing it like differently. It's just to continue to not care what other people think, mm. but in a good way to where like, I just continue to live my life and I, and I live it before God instead of before man and continue to not care what other people think mm-hmm. because because I know my heart most of the time though there is a Bible verse Jeremiah seventeen nine that says the heart is wicked above all else and who can know it and I, I learned that verse really young because because we really do think we have good intentions a lot of times but when we really seek and delve in sometimes they're really not that great so I do kind of always that that verse comes back to mind to think you know so anywho I second guess myself too much and I overthink it so I just need to kind of like trust myself and you know give myself grace so yeah, yeah that's what I've been learning it's been pretty yeah. cool and um I like it glad that, you know glad that we're healthy I just yeah. I am a health and PE teacher let's be real so it is important to me however the older we get I gotta say it's just important because we cannot live and serve and give the way God wants us to if we're not healthy sure yeah so, absolutely that's that love it all right oh are you well, ready it's time. So excited for the blooper reel. Okay, so I'm starting the blooper reel, y'all, because um, I tell stories differently, obviously, than Patricia, and I'm because to yeah, because recently I realized that I was telling the way how my husband and I met, and Matt was with me, and Matt was like, "Yeah, no, that's not how it went down," and I was like, <laughs> "What?" So. It's funny, I said to Patricia, I'm going to start the blooper because I'm telling you right now, she is going to tell it differently. So here, the blooper reel starts with Matt, uh, Patricia and I met at 18 in college. So four years later, three, three or four years later, Patricia went to get married to Kevin and she invited me to be in her wedding. I was like, oh yeah, of course. So I went down there to stay with her the week before the wedding. And so she was still working. You were like, what, an emergency call person, I feel like? Yeah, I, I was a 911 dispatcher. 911 dispatcher. So she was still working. Yep. So I was home. She was staying at this house, somebody's house that had let her stay there, let all of us stay there. It's foggy because it's like it's almost 20 years ago now. So I stay there during the day and I was like, look, you know, need it. was I running the seat? Was I running the dishwasher or the washer? I don't remember now. Dishwasher. Okay. It was the dishwasher. Okay. I was only like 21, you guys, because I didn't live on my own yet. I lived in a dorm. So... I didn't know what I was doing. Let's just be real. So I went, I'm like, look, the dishwasher needs run. I'm going to run it. So I put soap in it. I shut it. Thought, great, that started. I'm going to go outside. It was a nice day. We were in Virginia right at the time. <laughs> She's already laughing because it's really ridiculous. So you were in Virginia, right? Because it was nice out. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go outside and just sit out in the sun. Literally, I was laying out in the front yard, I think, because I didn't care. I wanted sun. So I was laying out in the yard and then I realized, oh, I think I'll go inside. Well, I go to go inside and the door's locked. So I had locked myself out. Oh, it gets better. Locked myself out. And then all I can remember is, I don't even know if I had a phone. Did I have my phone? Did I call you? No. No, didn't have my phone. So I locked my phone inside. I don't know who I, I don't know how I got hold of you. You must've shown up. I did. Patricia came home, got the key. You had a key, right? Yeah. You have a key. So she let us in. And the next when we go into the house, yeah, you can just guess it. I put the wrong soap right into the dishwasher and it was all over the floor. The whole kitchen floor was covered in suds like a foot high. I'm not even lying. It was horrific. And I was so like, I was like, I don't know. I was a mess. Like I felt like a dork, a jerk. I, I don't remember. All I remember, that's what I remember. And so we had to clean it all up. Patricia was probably upset. I mean, looking back, I think you were probably a little annoyed because I'm 21, 22. Like I shouldn't know how to do this. No, I think I was turn. laughing. I think well, if I had a camera laugh. phone, I would have been taking pictures. That's true. We had like Nakia, like square box, goofy stinking yeah, phones. That's right. Okay, your turn. Okay, so <laughs> that's kind of how it happened. <laughs> exactly. Actually. But 
what I remember is pulling up to the house and Becky is literally laying <laughs> in the front yard on her back in the sun. And I was like, what's she doing? She's yeah. like, I locked myself out of the house. <laughs> See? So I let her in and we go in and yes, there are bubbles everywhere. And I was like, what did you do? Yeah. Well, you know. Well, I don't know. I was doing the dishes. Just uh, what'd you put in there? <laughs> so. Okay, that's, yeah. that's not how dishwashers work. It's fine. We had a little lesson. Yeah, we did. Was, but you know what? It was clean. So we just took towels, cleaned it up, whatever. The other thing that I remember is at some point, someone locked their keys in the car. Oh, I don't remember as well, that. that weekend. There were so many it was things probably me. that <laughs> happened right before our wedding. It was just, I mean, it was comedic. But yeah. at one point, I remember having to go down to the neighbor's house because he was a police Oh, yeah, officer, I remember that. And ask him if he could come jimmy my car yeah. because someone locked my keys. I don't remember who did it, but anyway, yes, that, (laughs) that is what happened. So that's funny. All good. All good. Now Becky knows how to use the dishwasher though. I do. So I use it once in a while. So we're all good. That was so funny. (laughs) Now we're going to talk about our pass the ball. So that's the last part of our episode and we're going to pass the ball. So Patricia, if you'd like to start. Okay. I would like to pass the ball to Laura Matera. She is also FCA staff, and she is also the owner of the current team room that we are sitting in. <laughs> We're sitting in her kitchen. Yes, we are. Um, and I, I'm just so appreciative for her. She has been on staff for longer than I have and has a lot of wisdom. I just appreciate talking to her, not even just about FCA things, right. um, but about life. She recently went on a sabbatical, and so I got to hear how that was. That's mm-hmm. something that I'm looking forward to doing sometime mm-hmm. in, the, in the near you know, future, next year or two. And... Um, you know, and her, just her hospitality mm-hmm. in letting me come up here and stay. So, um, I just really appreciate her and I want to pass the ball to her. Yay. And you know what? I'm passing the ball to Laura too. And I said <laughs> it before Patricia even said she was going to, I just want to make that clear. I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to pass the ball to Laura because like, she's awesome and we're here and like, what in the world? And Patricia was like, oh, I was going to too. So I was like, that's perfect. So <laughs> I'm passing the ball to Laura for a little different reason because I don't work for FCA. I am a volunteer. So we are, Laura and I are connected through that hands down all the time. However, we have a, um, a really thriving, healthy, amazing friendship. And so I live a mile from her. I will drive down here pretty often. We walk and we talk and it's just so lovely to have a friend who is in a different season of life. Mm-hmm. And she'll always be in a different season than me because she's older than me. And I love that. I love that God has put that together for us. And, and so, Laura, we love you. And um, I just love our time together. And I, I enjoy that you point me to Christ, that you point me to God, and that you re- help me refocus a lot of times. Like, well, well, what, what is God teaching you? And and how can you see it to glorify him? And how can you, you know, it, it's, it's really nice. But she doesn't not let me vent. Let's just be real. She's very real, and we're both yeah. able to be real together. But in but be able to rein it into what does what is God teaching us? What is what do we how do we see God in this and and um, things like that? So yeah, pretty cool. Love it. Yeah. All right. Well, this episode has been brought to you by Becky and Patricia. What what? Never forget, life is a team sport, yeah. and you are never alone. <laughs> <laughs>